please welcome Ring of Honor COO Joe Koff. Hi, Joe. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for being with us this morning. All right, so let's start with our first question, which comes from Brian Fritz at SportingNews.com. Uh-oh, Brian might have stepped away. All right, Dave Shearer from PW Insider. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Dave Shearer here. Hi, good morning, Dave. I, I was expecting Mike Johnson to get in first because he usually does. Obviously, it's a big morning. show this fr- Mike's over there, too. Yeah, I, I was supposed to be yeah. typing the recap, so hopefully he is. Uh, obviously, huge show this week. Um, you know, I, I know you are always at your shows. You love your wrestlers. You love your product. Uh, obviously, we're going to have the, uh, the recap this call and, and the audio on our site. What would you tell fans that have never seen Ring of Honor before uh, to get them to say, check us out this Friday night? And I know there's a lot of things you can tell me. <laughs> There are, David. Thank you, and, and and that's a really good question. And I, I, I have covered this more than uh, almost in every interview because we're always we're always reaching out and finding new fans. And I, I think best in the world is very representative of the artistic the artistic integrity, the athletic ability, the agility, and just the total immersive experience you can feel in professional wrestling. So if you haven't experienced it, and, and uh, this is this is a great opportunity either on pay-per-view or you can come to the event in Baltimore or watch it on Honor Club to really experience the best in the world. And when we say best in the world, we mean the best in the world. Thank you very much, Joe. I will. I'll be back later if they call me. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go with Aaron Varble from Wrestling Inc. for Joe. Hey, Joe, how, how, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Uh, the Ring of Honor Dojo is doing a lot of great things, and I obviously have a plan for that. Where do you see the foreseeable future with that project? Well, the project is off and running. We had our first training camp seminar this past weekend, which, uh, you know, it, it was our inaugural, our, our inaugural session, and uh, I haven't gotten the complete um, final results, but I know signed up to be part of the dojo. Hello? Gordon, am I Yeah. So we're really excited about that. This dojo takes us in a new direction, and uh, we're going to use it to identify talent and to train talent in a Ring of Honor style, wrestlers that can wrestle the brand and understand the brand under the guidance and tutelage of uh, our Ring of Honor trainers. So it's a very exciting, exciting uh, opening, and uh, it's functioning. So we're excited about that. All right, thank you. So our next question, we're going to go to Evan Prout from Under the Mat Radio. Go ahead, Evan. Um, hello, Mr. Joe Koff. How are you doing today? Good, Evan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, with me uh, living in Baltimore, my show hosting in Baltimore, I wanted to ask you, Mr. Joe, what does it mean for Best in the World 2018 to be headlined in Baltimore at the UMBC Arena? Well, that's a great question. It's always great to play in our home market, which gives a lot of, uh, it allows a lot of the people who support Ring of Honor, not only from our fan base, but also internal supporters and company supporters, an opportunity to come to the show. But to be at UMBC, 
to be one of their first events in that arena is equally as exciting because a lot of good things already have happened in that building, and I expect a lot more is going to happen on Friday night. Thank you, Mr. Joe. Appreciate it. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Nick Hausman from Russell Zone. Go ahead, Nick. Hi, Joe. Thank you very much for taking the time to chat today. You, you bet, Nick. Uh, now, I want to ask you, uh, there's a big match, your best in the world, between uh, Flip Gordon and Bully Ray. Um, now, Bully, I guess, quasi or did fake a retirement uh, in the not-too-distant past, and there were reports about him having health issues that would keep him outside the ring. I was just wondering, what was the process for you guys to decide that it was all right for him to compete again in the ring, and did you have any reservations about it? Um, Bully, Bully pulled himself out. Uh, let me answer the second part. Uh, first, no, we did not have any reservations about it because uh, it was medically checked out, and and he did pull himself out of active competition after in back in December, um, after the, the run in with the Briscoes, and uh, and he he was he just did not feel he could wrestle adequately, and he was facing that inevitable choice as a professional wrestler as to whether this is it to hang up to to retire, and uh, you know he he was the enforcer, he turned from. But basically, us is the enforcer, and uh, he's back in the ring. And um, we we know that he's up to par and up to snuff, and that was his choice. And it was his choice to retire or to, to retire as he did, and it's his choice to come back to the ring. And I think you're going to see a, a really, really interesting matchup with Flip and Bully at Best in the World. Cool. Thank you very much, Joe. Hey, Nick. All right, I think we have Brian back. Brian Fritz from Sporting News. Go ahead. Hey, Joe, um, I want to ask you about Dalton Castle. Obviously, he's been the champion for a while now. How have you felt that championship reign has gone when it comes to Ring of Honor and business? And also, um, any update about his health? Because he's been banged up here for a little while. Um, Mark, just, just so I'm clear, is Dalton Dalton speaking today? Dalton, are you going to be on the call today? Dalton will be on the call later, correct. Okay, so I think, Brian, we can let Dalton address his uh his, his his physical presence and his physical ability, um, but I'll, I'll answer his question. I'll answer your question to him as a champion. I think Dalton represents himself as a Ring of Honor champion the way the Ring of Honor champion should be represented. I think it's unfortunate that he hurt himself, got injured in the way you know in in, in his reign. But I will tell you, he's a gamer. He's a fantastic, fantastic athlete. He's put his body on the line. In, in Japan, he's put his body in the line in England, put his body on the line in America. This is a fighting champion, and sometimes injuries get the better of you in that battle. Um, but I'm sure that he is, and I guess you can assure you, but from what I understand, he is ready for this battle on Friday night, this triple threat match. All right, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. All right, let's go with Mike Johnson, BW Insider. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Joe. How are you, sir? Good morning, Mike, or good afternoon, I should say. Uh, the show this weekend, obviously, big pay-per-view. For you, what are your goals for this show? Obviously, you want to have a good show in terms of match quality, but in terms of this being a marquee event, what are the goals you hope ROH hits this weekend? I don't know that we have specific goals, Mike, except to put on the quality of show that's expected and certainly one of this caliber. Best in the world has always over-delivered. Our expectations have always been exceeded from not only the 
the competitive part, the athlete's part, the wrestler's part, but I think from the fans' part as well. And my only, my only goal would be to continue that and to continue to surprise and to continue to, uh, over, over exceed the expectations. And, uh, I feel fairly confident with the, the card and the way the card is set up. There's some fantastic, fantastic matches in there that I think this, this, this show will deliver easily. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Let's go with Morgan. Morgan Richards from Radio Cardiff. Go ahead. Hi, Joe. Nice to speak to you. Hey, nice to see you. Nice to speak to you. Uh, so one thing I wanted to get your thoughts on is, of course, here in the United Kingdom, there's a lot of talk recently about the scene over here and the independents and other companies doing shows. Do you see, of course, you tour a lot with Nirvana here in the UK, but do you see this as a territory you'd like to do a little bit more in or maybe have a big pay-per-view show come over here in the near future? Well, that's very, you know, that's, 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 that's actually something we discuss. So it's something on the drawing board. Um, for those of you who have followed Ring of Honor since Sinclair purchased it back in 2011, we're pretty, we're pretty deliberate and we're pretty disciplined in, in, in coming and, and developing a market. Um, we've had, we had a great tour, uh, last month in England, in the UK, in Edinburgh, and then down in, in, in England, and we're coming back again in August. Um, and I think that we have great success. We have great fans. Um, you know, for us, for us to come on a more regular basis, it's, it, it requires a lot of logistics, obviously, than just than just working in the country there. But we like we like the UK. We would like to expand further into that. So a pay per view there could be very very possible. Great, cheers. All right, thank you. Uh, let's go with uh, Joe Raxa from Steel Chair Magazine. Hi there, Joe. It's pleasure uh, to chat with another Joe. Thank you. Um, I'm just wondering, with uh, Morgan having just mentioned about uh, Ring of Honor's travels into the UK, and obviously you've, uh, through good working relationships with companies like New Japan and Revolution Pro here in the UK and also CMWL, I'm just wondering, are there any other markets that you'd like to see Ring of Honor making partnerships in and making inroads into in the near future? Well, you know, we, we have international distribution in, in Portugal, we're in India, we're certainly in Canada. Um, you know, we would like to expand into some of those markets and bring a show in there. Um, it really has to make sense from all parties involved. We're constantly always exploring that opportunity. And, uh, you know, I, I think we'll, we're, we're striving to have a greater international presence over the course of the next 18 months, and we're making steps towards that. So... Yes, it's, 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 it's feasible and it's on the horizon. Okay. All right, thank you. All right, very good. Okay, James Walsh from Wrestling Epicenter. Go ahead, James. Hi, Mr. Koff. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you. All right, so my question is, uh, just last night, it kind of sprang up, and that's why I want to ask you. Ring of Honor was on my DVR from a station that airs in Massachusetts, um, and it doesn't have a set time. It kind of just airs, maybe it airs on a Wednesday, maybe it airs on a Sunday. It just kind of just shows up. Do you think Ring of Honor would benefit of having that homestead time slot, or in the Age of Honor Club, is that not as big of a deal for you guys anymore? Well, you know, I think what, I think probably if you saw it in Massachusetts, my guess is that clearance was on Nesson Sports, NESN Sports. And, Correct. Um, yes, sir. If, 
Yeah, and 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 they they have a an interesting clearance with us because because they do a lot of live sporting events. There's time periods or rain delays and stuff like that where they kind of utilize Ring of Honor um, as 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 I don't want to say fill program because that denigrates the product because Ring of Honor is hardly fill program, but it, it gives them programming flexibility to run Ring of Honor to the New England marketplace where and and they do very well from an audience standpoint. So I think that it might be hit or miss, but um, I know that's that's how they run. Now back to your question about would it benefit us to have like a a destination time period? Yes, of course it would. But you can't lose sight of the fact that our primary clearances are on our local stations and our local markets, and in those markets they are in six positions, um, so it's easily found by the fans. Plus we are on charge which is one of our emerging networks that Sinclair owns, and that's in a fixed position. We're also on Stadium, which is another Sinclair uh, DigiNet. So there's a lot of opportunity to see our program. Would I like it to be seen more? Absolutely. Who wouldn't? Um, and Honor Club, Honor Club, you know, our TV, our, we, we separate our TV from the Honor Club, so it's most likely to see our TV product strictly on over-the-air linear or, or some kind of digital network. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you so much, sir. And thanks right, for thanks. watching. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, next is Justin Barrasso from SI.com. Go ahead, Justin. I thought Justin was there. Um, all right. How about we go back to Aaron Varble from Wrestling Inc. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, Joe. I... Um wasn't expecting another question. Um, now, to go back to the Ring of Honor dojo, do you have any kind of projected, like, five, ten-year plan for where that might evolve? Well, five, we, you know, I'd like to be able to look five to ten years in advance. I think we're just focusing on the next 12 to 18 months. And what I'm hoping for and what our expectation is, is identifying talent that we can bring pretty quickly to TV through e, I mean, over the air TV linear or through our digital network. Certainly you'll see them in future of honor matches, probably on, you know, honor club or through YouTube. So we're, we're, we're just looking to just bring talent through, identify them from the local promotions and other places, give them the training and giving them the opportunity to understand the ring of honor brand, to understand the ring of honor style. And to let them get better before they are seen in, in the bigger matches on TV or in pay per views. All right, thanks so much. All right. right, thank you. That is going to wrap it up for Joe. Um, I appreciate your time, Joe, and uh, I hope I speak for everyone else. And um, any any final words you want to say, Joe? I, I just really want to thank you all for the support that you give and. And and, and, and and the fairness and the stories that you write and tell and um you know, the the business is the business is, is so important obviously to you and to me that to have this fair and balanced kind of presentation on, on behalf of the space and the sport is greatly appreciated. So Justin Barrasso, are you back here before I sign off? Thank you. Uh, my question is pretty the barometer, Joe. Just on, I, not necessarily Friday, but in general, are you looking for? Uh, I know if you want a, li- a, a live a live crowd or packed house, you want engagement on social media. 
Starting with generals, you move into the summer. What do you use as a barometer for the to know that Ring of Honor is on the right track per show? That's a good question, Justin. Um, I think crowd size is certainly important. Um, I think that we have seen our crowds and our, 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 you know, the seats going up. This year's been a very, very good year for our ticket sales. And a lot has to do with the people that are on the phone that you'll hear from next. Plus what we're doing from a, from a storyline perspective and just basically the people we have wrestling for us. Um, but I'm not going to gauge anything on one show or the other. We, we look at, we look at our success over the course of the year because there's, Lots of things that can happen when you're doing live events, but we are very pleased. We're very pleased with what we're seeing from a, you know, an advanced ticket level. So I, I think the summer is going to be a good summer for us. Thank you.